0: Silly, this morning. Good morning. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Hey y'all. Good morning. Y'all, do me a favor. Start sharing. I'm gonna start sharing. I was waiting. Sometimes the boys take my things. They know things are off limits. Sometimes the boys take my things and don't act right. My bed is made up, but my pillow looks lumpy back there. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Hey y'all. Ooh, oh, my coffee! This get, girl, kid, it's gonna be girl. It's gonna be y'all. When my coffee hit this good, I already know this day finna be bananas. Oh, my god. oh Wait, I gotta sip that again. Hold on. Oh my god! Oh my god! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Ooh, thank you jesus thank you lord thank you good lord thank you lord thank you lord won't be no spam on our devotional this morning trying to spam us Somebody. right oh you got the wrong people We ain't gonna let no spam come in. quita it's called me right this morning hold on y'all let me get another sip hold on hold on y'all hold on <laughs> like it's it's ministering to the coffee ministering to me this morning. It ain't even just like I ain't making regular this morning. Something happened, it's like supernatural something. Let me do some sharing. I can't even focus. The coffee, like, oh my god, whoa, Jesus. Hey, hey, Stacy. Wait, one more time. Hold on. Oh, yeah. The coffee, wait a minute. Oh Lord. Baby, that ain't no folders. <laughs> come have coffee with me. Why don't you come have coffee with me? Hey, not I can't do it the next couple next couple Saturdays. But why don't some of us on Saturday, I can get Guillermo's coffee shop. I can rent their room. Why don't some of us on Saturday come together and um do a coffee meetup? We hang out and have coffee and I can do the uh I can do Saturday's prayer call from there. Let me share. Let me share this this morning. Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, if you're just getting on, we talking about my coffee. I made the best cup of coffee this. Hold on. Oh Jesus. It's bold. It's um. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I just the best cup of coffee this morning. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, oh Lord! Thank you for the coffee, thank you for the creamer, perfect amount. I don't use sugar, but perfect amount of creamer, perfect amount of like it just mixes all so well this morning. So Lord, uh, tell me something you're grateful for. I'm, I'm grateful for my coffee. Woo! I'm grateful for my coffee this morning. Lord, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you, oh my God, this is the best cup of coffee. I feel like waking up, come on y'all, Cherise, y'all laughing at me, let's go, good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm sharing the devotion, I want you to share the devotion as well. Let me put, yeah, tell me something you grateful, Melissa says you grateful for the weekend, me too. Um, when I travel, when I do pillow talks, they wipe me out physically right and so it's just i pour out so much it's travel involved i have been sleeping so much the lord was like what you got to do I was like nothing he's like good rest so i just been like chilling sleeping getting off still working out getting my workout on and then going to bed like i've been going to bed it seemed like every day at the same like in the bed all day as much as i can um getting my body built back up getting my body um restore, so I'm grateful, I'm grateful, grateful, oh, oh, come on home, Nessa, it's been a minute, I'm so grateful, me too, Masa says she's grateful for laughter, me too, Masa, Um, y'all know I believe in starting the morning um, with his, with his laughter, with his love, God is, I was talking to the ministry team last night, we were meeting and talking, and I was, we were going through a devotion together, and as I was going through devotion with them. My thing is not acting right. Uh, oh, Thank you, now Shanquita, don't do me like that. You know, I'm a baby. Hold on y'all, my Instagram stuff, wanna act a little janky this morning, there we go. Um, and I was, um, we were just going through devotion together. Um, God has blessed me with such an amazing team of individuals um, and continuing to grow the team. That's what I'm grateful for. It's not just me that serves you guys but just thankful for life and thankful and talking about the relationship with God and how the relationship with God doesn't have to be dead, doesn't have to be stoic. And if you find yourself in a dry place where you're like, oh my gosh, I got your Holy spirit. When you find yourself in a dry place and you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't feel God, or you feel like some strange things are going on, I'm telling you, um you might need to even change up your routine like you may be trying to handle god the same way you've handled god i'm gonna get up at four o'clock in the morning i'm gonna get up at four o'clock in the morning i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna worship and i'm gonna because this is the designated time god gave me but what if it's the time but he don't want you to handle him the same way right he don't want you to handle him the same way so you gotta learn how to have a relationship with god um Based on God, like it's not just about you and where your level of comfort is or where you think you found Him. Like, that's why I think we're in the we switched out of the pink room. Um, oh my God, to where we are um, because God just wanted to meet us in a different place. God wants to break the rhythm of what we think is normal. Oh my God. Some of us don't even recognize and realize we're in redundancy. Like we've done redundant things for so long that we don't even know we've done redundant things for so long. um, And we're not giving God the opportunity to grow in our life or for us to experience uh, new things. Right. Um, We are walking this week through being salt, being light. Right. Um, And a lot of times the way we handle dark spots or dark people, because remember, I told you yesterday, we ain't called a church folks. Like I need y'all to hear me on this. Well, our light ain't for just people you feel good with. We are called, we are called to the darkness. We are not supposed to be hidden. People who may not have be considered dark or light does not align with Christ. We're called to those people as well. Y'all keep sharing the devotional. So I want to make sure that when the Lord talks to us in the morning and speaks to us in the secret space, saying you're the light of the word, a city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it on the basket, but rather on a lampstand, it gives it light for all those who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father in heaven. Woo! To give glory to your father in heaven. So I want to pray something. I kept saying something. I was praying something over y'all. Um, today, and I'm going to pray it again, and then I'm going to give you another scripture to attach to being light, right? I told you the Lord will build us up, right? Uh, the Lord is looking for purity of heart Woo! when we are authentic uh, before God, right? Purity of heart. I told y'all yesterday when I started reading in this scripture about light, the Lord revealed and showed me some things in me that I still needed to work on. Like he pointed some specific stuff and was like, look, you um, you still tough in this area. Are you still a little hard in this area? He just started pulling, and I'm like, okay, every time I think I'm somewhere in you, Um, you revealed to me something else. And, And I'm grateful. Like every time I think I've grown some space in you, you revealed to me another layer of me that needs to be fully developed or that hasn't been developed. So I'm constantly like David created me a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit in me. Um, you know, do this, do something deeper, do something greater, do something more in me. And I truly believe the God that I serve, will, can, and has the capacity to. It's just me surrendering my heart, me being pure before God, me coming to him with the good, the bad, and the ugly so that I can see him working powerfully in my life. When I bring God my most vulnerable parts of me, then he can exchange them for His power, right? Taught a devotion the other day on um, you can't disappoint God. Taught, taught a devotion of the other day on on one more push. Well, we push past where we're comfortable, and we can push into this unknown zone of God. Unknown zone of God. And when we push into this unknown zone of God, He can go do all the things that He needs to do, and we can experience and see His power working in our life, right? So this morning I was praying. And my prayer for you was, Lord, I'm about to cry saying it. I am praying that you experience a love. And I'm not just talking about a love and I'm not just talking about the love of God because people will say, people will go, oh, you know, I got the love of God. I got love of God when I ain't got nobody else. Uh uh-huh. But you're supposed to have the love of people too. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. God never created us to be isolated. There may be seasons where you have to pull off to yourself, but even then, He will send someone to to comfort you. Even then, He will say, "I am praying that you experience a love from someone who will see you through the seasons, who will see you through um, hard spaces. You need someone that will allow will allow you." to not be perfect you need someone who will allow you to just be you and that was my prayer that's where god took me this morning that you have the type of relationships uh, that will love you in transitions, that will love you in your worst places. I'm gonna tell you something very significant because it's what's gonna help you overcome like a very pure love, um, a love that just kind of attaches itself to you and just, just is there for you, a love that's submitted to God, a love that's submitted to Christ. Like everyone needs to experience that type of love, um, that that type of love does something um, deep, it's a, it's a, it's a love. And so when God is saying to us, He wants us to, um, He wants us to be light in a city. Attached to that is His love. Woo! And can I tell y'all something? When most of us have been loved from a. I'm working on a new book. Uh, about love, I'm starting to write chapters on the book. We, gonna, we got another devotional coming out, and then I'm working on something about love because that's just the whole foundation and principle of where we are. Christ has shown us this perfect love, and the world cheapens love. Whoa, my God! The world cheapens love. The world makes love toxic. Um, the world, um, um, the world makes it uh available Um, The world makes you feel like you only have to be worthy to feel this love. So this love that I'm praying for for you um, is a love that will cause breakthroughs. And I know you all like, only God can cause breakthroughs. I'm going to give you a little piece piece of my testimony of how I know when you are properly loved, when someone will surrender, when someone will lay down their life. I'm not talking about you abusing this person. I'm talking about you being in a situation where you just pour out or this person abusing you. That's what I'm not talking about. Those type of relationships exist. Those type of relationships, these are not relationships that will replace God, but these are relationships and people that will lead you back to God. My God. Come on now, type in the comments. Say I want this kind of love. Put it in the comments. Say, I want this kind of love. Say, this kind of love that she is describing I want this kind of love. This is not a love, like, this is not a love based on your worth. This is not a love based on how you show up. This is not a love based on whether you're good, whether you're bad. This is not a performance type love. Uh, People talk about, you know, agape love, God's love, the greatest kind of love. But this is kind of a love, this is the type of love uh, that raises the bar. Woo! Come on. See, and sometimes we'll encounter this kind of love, Shanquita, and we won't know what to do with it. Uh, We'll run from this kind of love because it seems so foreign. Like, how could you love me in my mess? Like, how could you? And I am praying that you have this type of love and this kind of support in your life. You need somebody to love you like this. You need somebody to support you. You need somebody to support you in life. You need somebody who will come to the table with you, um, um, to who see you through the transitions. That's what the Lord, that's what I was praying this morning. Um, you, you need somebody who'll see you through the transitions. You need somebody who will be there with you. God's love is beyond, beyond this, right? The, beyond this. This is a love that will go the extent, you know, the extent with you. This is a love. Um, this is not so much about what I do for another person right? But this is, this is um, a love that is greater, right? This is a love that challenges us. This is a love, um, when, when Jesus was talking about John 15, 13, and he was saying greater love has no man than um, uh, he loved his life. I think it's the 15th, the 13th, the 14th verse. Um, He was um, getting closer to the crucifixion and his friends had given absolutely everything up, To follow them, they had given up everything so Jesus's ministry would grow, and so Jesus has a little bit of time left with them, and. He is um, giving them their marching orders. He's giving them the the final teachings. He's encouraging the disciples that if they, because that's what's before the scriptures, the vine and the branches. He's encouraging the disciples that if they stay attached to him, they're going to produce much fruit. That's what he's talking to them about. He's like, if you stay attached to me, you're going to produce this kind of fruit, right? And then at the end of the teaching on the 12th verse, he says to him, he's like, uh, John 15 and 12, he says, he says, love each other as I have loved right?" you. Um, now, um, we're in a situation where the disciples can't even conceive what Jesus is about to do for them when they go through the cross. Most of us cannot conceive what Jesus has done when he's going through the cross, right? And even though Jesus has seen it, and even though Jesus told him, and even though they've experiences, experienced these kind of Materials for him, just saying to them, Love each other as I love you. And what he's talking about, he's referring to how he's about to lay down his life for them. This is the kind of love that the disciples need to mimic. Woo! Come on, come on, come on. This is the kind of love that the disciples need to mimic, right? So, this is a love the, the, the love that disciples need to limit, need to mimic. So um, we're not talking about a familiar type of love. We're not talking about an erotic type of love. We're talking about agape type of love that can only come from God. So when I say to you, I want you to experience this type of love. This is a love, the love that I'm talking to you about that I want you to experience, the love that I'm talking about that we need to learn how to give can only come from God. This is not something, Julia, man-made. This is not something I make up. This is not something I try, I put on in my own effort. This type of love can only be facilitated through God. This type of love, Sharice, can only be facilitated to God. Agape love is the highest form of love that we talk about. John 3, 16 tells us perfectly, Jesus, um, G- Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, um, but have everything uh, everlasting life. And I had to grasp this concept, right, because I love love and I had to come to a recognize this isn't something that you do. This is something you are. This type of love that we talking about, that I'm talking about, this kind of love, it can only come through God. When Jesus was talking about being salt and light through the earth, that can only come through Jesus. That can only come through Jesus. That can only, That's only Jesus flowing through you. This type of love that I'm talking about, this is only God flowing through you, right? God, is, God doesn't do love. God is love. <laughs> um, the whole... Kingdom foundational principles. Uh, because see, love will cause you to give, <laughs> love will cause you to support, love will God, 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 love will cause you to see beyond the circumstance. And this is not a love that I have to earn, right? It's because when God gives us this type of love, Janice, it's because that's all God can do. <laughs> that's all God can do, that's all God can do. Like when God gives us this kind of love, it's all God can do. This is the kind of love, this is all God can do. And we don't have to earn it, right? Um, So this type of love that Jesus was speaking to the disciples, and remember, uh, we are disciples of Christ, right? We are Christians. We are Christ followers. We are his disciples. This, he's saying to them, he said, this is a love that is greater. See what the, okay, Siri. Uh, The love that we often see uh, that the world displays is really always conditional. It's really always conditional. It's really always to an extent. It's really always to a limit. And I myself have been guilty of this type of love. The love the world displays makes you want to have to earn it. And then when you mess up, they'll snatch it back. I'm not talking about that snatch back kind of love. I'm talking about a love that even when we don't deserve it, woo! you know, when he says, what is the greatest commandment of all? I'll deal with that tomorrow. Yes, sir, I hear you. So in this first part, John 15, three is telling us the type of love that we're supposed to have, that God has for us, and the type of love that we are to have for others. So the next part of the scripture, then he said to lay down one, one's life for others, right? And Jesus knows this, right? Uh, that Jesus knows this because he's done for this for us. And I know you're like, okay, I'm not Jesus. You're not Jesus. But if I am going to represent Christ, if I'm going to be the city on the hill, if I'm going to be the light in the dark places, if I'm gonna call myself sober, I'm a Christ, I'm a Christian, I'm i I'm, I'm a believer, right? Um, um, I'm a whatever. What do you believe in? Do you believe in this kind of love, or do you believe in a situational, conditional love based on where I'm comforted, right? So he says. So we know Jesus gave His life up because He gave us our life. This kind of love doesn't. This type of love doesn't mean us dying right even though Jesus has demonstrated that but it is the it it is the thing that I died to myself Woo! it is the thing where I recognize your trauma is real too Woo! come on it it is come on it it is the thing that requires me um to dig deeper um it is the thing that challenges me um Uh, Beyond the scope. Remember the parable of the Good Samaritan. This was always one of my favorite Bible studies told in vacation Bible school, right? It challenges us beyond the scope of the level of our comfort, right? It challenges us. When uh, when we first started uh, Feed the Streets and we would get out and feed the homeless, um, I was nervous at first. I didn't know how to handle myself. And my and my lay husband and I started this journey 20 years ago. We would go down with some friends under the bridge, set up grill hot dogs, and just hang out with the homeless. And at first, I was, or those, those that are challenged without housing right those that are I don't want to just say homeless those that are without temporary housing I want to change my perspective or whatever I say and when we would go under the bridge and we would sit down with them and I'm talking about we would sit down and play cards at first I was really nervous I was really concerned we was take we were taking the boys God was f- filling me out pulling me out my familiarity and one day <laughs> um I'm getting tears in my eyes. One day I was sitting there and there was a lady there and I had on some cute sandals and we were just sitting there and uh, and I said, uh, she was saying she looked at my feet and she said, I and I had no other shoes with me and she looked at my feet and she was like, man, what's the shoe you wear? And I was like a size 11. She was like, me too. And she was like, I really like your sandals and there were some flip flops and they had some little bling on them and I felt Compelled by the Lord, like, take your shoes off right now and give them to her. So I proceeded to take my shoes off my feet. I gave her my shoes, and she was so happy. I can't remember if she put them on right then, right there. And we continued to stay out there. And I'm, and this is, I'm gonna tell you why this is big. I cannot stand for my feet to be wet, I cannot stand for my feet to be dirty. Like, I'm real anal about my feet. I don't like like rain. Like, I'm just real anal about my feet. So I'm just, and I just continue to sit there, and we continue to play cards, and we continue, and I continue to pack up, and we get in the van and I come back into, um, I come back to the next Saturday, and she looks at me, and she said, you different. You're you're di- you're different. <laughs> um, for you to take off your shoes and walk around on this ground, and I knew she's saying she said you like us, and it broke something in me when she said like you like us. You're not you're not up here. You're not uppity. You like us. It broke something in me to remind me that what we do is not because somebody is worthy or somebody is deserving or some. We make sacrifices of love <laughs> like Christ did. We make sacrifices of love like Christ did. We make sacrifices of love. So when she came back and she was like, you're no different, you like, you know different. It broke, like it broke something in me. And it, it, it started doing something in me deeper. And like, even now when we go out, we'll be out July 29th. I I will. And I'm not telling you this for fluff or fame. I'm telling you this because I'm not in my flesh. I'm not that person. I will walk up into the homeless camps. I hug when they ask for hugs. Like it broke something in me. Like it broke something in me. Um, My crew will tell you that I'll sit, I'll hang out, I'll talk, Um, My flesh does, it's not my flesh. That's why I said this type of love that we are talking about can only come from God. If we are ever to properly handle people right, this type of love can only come from God. Like it's God's love. So when I show up, I'm not showing up In the name of LMJ Ministries, when we do Feed the Streets, I'm not showing up so I can be seen or heard. I'm not doing things so people can. It's not it. It's like something got broken me 20 something years ago that was like this type of love um, is going to to push me beyond my comfort, beyond my limits. But it can only come through God right? It can only come through God. Only God will allow you to love someone at this capacity. Only God will teach you. That's why I think when Jesus said, when the disciples were, they were, the people that were just in there, they were they was like, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love the Lord God with all your heart. I think this is why it's so important for us to learn how to love the Lord God with all our heart, that first. If we don't properly learn how to love him with all our heart, then every time we walk into a situation, every time we walk into a situation where God is asking us to love someone through, that's what I call it. Let me love you through. Every time some, we walk into love to, to love us through, we'll love somebody through based on the conditions of what we're feeling in the circumstance and the moment when what God may require to us may be sacrificial. So this morning, as I was praying for you, this was the scripture that came up. This was the thing I was praying over you. And I'm like, Lord, you said, love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If I do not command you. he said, I do not call you servants in any more. This is the kind of love that Jesus modeled for us. And I know we're in a situation in a season where people like to magnify our trauma. Trauma is real. I've had my own trauma I've had to deal with. But God's love is greater than trauma, right? Um, God's love is greater than any disappointment that you've ever experienced. And if you will tap, tap into his love first, not that's why when you seek me, like when you seek me with all your heart, when you seek after him, he's gonna give you the desires of your heart because you really desire him. When you, when you seek his face, he's going to fill you up And then you can love someone else without the fear or rejection of being hurt. In this last season of my life, God is teaching me how to love people beyond my trauma, how to stay in position for a person that may not even what I feel like in the natural deserve to be in this kind of space with me, right? In the natural. Um, But I have learned that people do not have to earn my love. And I may vet people and I may watch people, but I I have also learned that my suspicions were the conditions of my heart. Woo! Woo! (laughs) My suspicions of how I treat people and how I love people were the condition of my heart. So yesterday we went, Judah was like, I want some Popeyes chicken. And God just been speaking to me about the depth of love, right? And laying our life down. We went to go get some Popeyes chicken. And I was just, hey, I'm sunshine. I'd like to be sunshine anyway. But yesterday it was like another level, layer of sunshine. And I pull up to the drive through and I immediately make eye contact with the man and I smile real big. And he smiles back real big. And I'm thanking him. And I'm just, I'm just smiling. I ain't doing nothing else with smiling. And Judah says, um, Judah says, uh, man, he must think you cute because he's smiling so hard like he's smiling so hard and I said I don't know if it's I'm cute or if I just my heart opened up and he felt something deeper and I told you that I said the Lord has really been dealing with me about how I treat others without boundaries right so I just wanted to really engage and make this man feel like I was present in the moment with him even though it was just an exchange I don't know. He might be in the darkest place ever. I don't know this man. I don't know what this man is gone through. But why should this man not get the very best of me in a moment? What What do I have going on that he can't get the very best of me in in a moment? Right. And so he smiled. So this man was smiling so so hard. And I'm like, Lord, teach me how what 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 you've done for me teach me how to go and do this for others, right? Teach me how to go do this for others. But this morning, my prayer for you is that you experience this kind of love. I want someone to love you at this capacity. I'm not talking about a male-female relationship. If it occurs in that, perfect. If it occurs in your marriage, perfect. It could be your mother, it could be your sister, it could be a brother, it could be... I want you to have someone who will stick and stay who will love you in your transitions, who will uh, give up some of themselves to be fully present in your life, um, to help you navigate in your seasons. Yes, because sometimes you don't only love that person a person will ever get. Sometimes you don't only love that a person will get, ever get. Sometimes you're the first encounter. Um, and then I told Joe, Judah, I said, man, it may, it may be the, it may be I may open up a conversation for something deeper when he sees this type of joy in my life. Jesus was saying, "I need you to." When we talk about being a city on a hill of light, it's not as just showing up and doing good deeds. Is will you pour out love as well? Will you stop being so busy um, or so caught up in your own experiences and what you've had? to lay your life down, to love someone at this capacity? Will you stop being so judgmental and condescending? And uh, will you stop uh, doing stuff for fanfare and for hype, right? I don't even want to talk about the situation with the young lady where, 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 where whatever she did, whether she faked her disappearance or whatever, but the, the way we ate her up, because clearly there's a problem in Christians, the way we ate her up did not reflect God's love. God's love would have told us to cover her. If we really love like God, we would never treat, we'd have never, it, no matter how wrong she was, God's love would have told her, us to cover her. God's love covers, it never exposes. And, and I always, Remember, see, I done did some, I got a boy, I got boy, boy, I done did some stuff. Boy, I done did, boy, I done did some stuff. I'ma just, y'all might be, y'all might be squeaky clean and clear. (laughs) Y'all might be, but it's some stuff God ain't put me out there yet. Hopefully he never, it's some stuff God, God ain't put me, it's some stuff, it's some stuff about LMJ you don't know that God just washed away and dealt with. He ain't put me out there. He ain't put put me out there yet. And the love of God covers. It covers a multi multi di- yeah, didn't get caught. Quida. Didn't get caught. Get didn't didn't, didn't get caught. Didn't I ain't get caught? I just didn't get caught. And so for Christians, I ain't talking about nobody that's not a believer. But for those of us that are Christians, the type of love that we are supposed to have for each other is to cover, to restore. Woo, come on now. And then if you're put in a situation where God, something God may be calling you to do is too hard, then you got to turn back around and find the grace for it or ask the Lord, even if I'm the person that's supposed to be sitting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God's love covers. The love of God covers somebody. Love God, God don't never expose don't never berate. Don't never beat up. Sensationalism will cause us to do that. We like sensationalism, uh, and sensationalism will cause us to to um, to do that. Sensationalism will cause us to address things and to uncover things and to expose things. But but uh, God's love, like God loves cover, like God loves cover. So I want to pray that 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 for you today. I want you. I ain't not even focus. I want, you can focus, you can pray it for somebody else, but my heart is set on you today, because you need this type of love in your life, whether it be from male to female, whether it be girlfriends, whether it be sister. You you've got the you've got it from God. You ain't never got to earn it from God. But I truly believe the Lord allows us to experience things when. My late husband got me. I was a whole hot mess. I tell people all the time. He was like, Jesus, I was not. (laughs) I was Paul. I was Paul. I was Paul. I was Saul. I was Paul before he had the on the road experience. And then I had the on the road experience. So what y'all get is the conversion. LMJ is the conversion. LMJ is the conversion. But the Lord allowed my late husband to be in my life for 13 years, and he loved me right where I was. I came broken. I came suspicious. I came angry. I came condescending. I came disturbed. I, came, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of faith. I didn't understand kingdom principles. He just knew I was supposed to be the person that he was supposed to have in his life. And I just knew I was supposed to be there. I didn't know all the details. And it was not perfect. Believe me, I got some stories and some stuff. But the way he intentionally loved me, the way he intentionally covered me, the way he intentionally pushed past my abrasive, abusive mouth, the way that he intentionally... Uh, when somebody brought some things up to him about my past and was like, you going to marry her? And he was like, absolutely. (laughs) Like, absolutely, I am. Um, The way he loved me uh, changed my heart and perspective and positions me now to love others in that capacity. That type of love is available and it's out there. And I think God is changing hearts even as I am speaking. I'm declaring that, that God is changing hearts even as I am speaking, that God is doing something different inside of you even as I am speaking, (laughs) that the, the word, the prophetic voice that's being laid over you, the sound of God coming through my voice as I'm seeking is transforming and changing your heart and your heart is becoming tender and responsive and supple and God is removing from you a stony heart Even that you feel like you deserve this type of love because some of you have not even been able to receive this type of love, um, because you don't know this type of love and because you think this type of love is foreign, but this type of love is available, this type of love exists, this type of love God wants you to experience, right? So, I am praying this morning, my God, that one you let your guards down, um. That, the, that that trauma does not become your only truth. <laughs> that God will reveal to you today those that he has sent to love you. Father God, I confuse every plot, plan, employ of the enemy. I destroy in the name of Jesus, just by the words coming out your mouth, destroy the past that has been anchored to trauma that has not let us realize the type of love that you want to bestow on us through others. Lord God, I thank you. Hearts and minds are being open today to know this kind of love, to conceive this kind of love. I thank you for a forgiving love. I thank you, Father God, for a love that restores. I thank you for a love that brightens. I thank you for a love that shines. I thank you for a love that opens the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who we've called to be in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that your people will not resist this love. I thank you, Lord God, that people will learn how to give this love uh, without the fear or rejection of being hurt. Father, open the eyes of our understanding to the power of your love in Christ Jesus so that we can be better disciples, So that we can love others without the fear or rejection of being hurt. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I, I'm for real. Like, and the enemy is strategic at displaying lies, so you will not receive what God has for you in this season, that you won't be properly attached to the relationships. Um, and we'll look at, I was telling somebody the other day, they was telling me facts actually about raising some things with raising Judah, and he's a male voice. And he was like, "You don't have to let him go in some spaces." But when he started his conversation, he was like, "I mean, I'm upset. I don't want to upset you." And I said, "Who taught you that? Like, who taught you you couldn't speak the truth in love, right? Who taught you? Who taught you you couldn't say what you needed to say to people in love?" I said, "You can tell me what you need to tell me without prefacing your sentence. You're not here to destroy me. You're not here to bring me harm. You, you can tell. And even if you're not as soft and tender as I was like." because my heart is centered on love, my heart is centered on receiving the best for me, I can hear your message beyond what it sounds like. Because you may just be, this may be how you operate in this season, right? So I can hear your message beyond what it sounds like. And and so as they were sharing with me, I was like, I can hear my message. Now, after, first of all, I had to learn God's love, but the conduit, to teach me God's love was my late husband. He was. He was the person to pull me into God's love. And then once he got me, pulled me into God's love, God and I had a season where I had to learn how to navigate that on my own, right? So he was the disciple. He discipled me. And after he finished discipling me, then God and I took a journey and a path of our own um, with, with love, right? And now, And I had to deal with some rejection because the rejection was a huge part of my early beginnings. And then after I started recognizing the rejection, now I can love and it's taken some time, but now I can love without the fear of rejection or being hurt because I understand every situation that I'm placed in, God's love flowing through me will give me the grace to be what I need to show up With to that person, but God has to pull you out of your fragileness. Somebody told me something, asked me the other day, they was like, "Uh, Do you know if I finally know I'm ready for marriage again? And this was the key, the clue all, because I didn't know. I thought I knew. It was seasons I was like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. But I finally realized that I was ready for marriage again when I knew I could put up with someone's stuff without bouncing without quitting, without walking away, I finally knew that I could, I stopped looking for a perfect situation for God to walk me in to, cause there's no perfect people. I finally knew that I was ready to walk into marriage again. When I got the revelation that I could walk through something with someone that I could love till death do us part again. Because I had said I don't want to marry anybody and I can't, look like, that I could love through death, do part, that I could love someone exactly where they were, um, that I could put up with someone else's mess, that I could deal with the conflict, the strife and the stress. I finally recognized, okay, now I'm ready because I can do this part of love. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, okay, let's go. But it wasn't until I recognized that I had the capacity for that that I could consent to a deeper love or another experience. Because it's not about the fluff, the bells, the whistles, the ups, and all that other stuff. It's about, will I walk with you through your mess? (laughs) Because we're going to have it. We're going to have conflict. We're going to have issues. And right now, I think we're getting mixed messages about love and relationships. And people are saying to us, telling us these redemption stories, but nobody is telling us the type of love that we are to have so that we can walk through whatever we're supposed to walk through, whatever the person that God has called us to walk through. Y'all, this deep this morning. So I hope you receive this type of love. I don't even want to focus on you giving it. Like you'll give it in your season. But I felt to compare, pale to prepare that you receive this type of love, and you have someone or some people in your life to love you through your trauma, to love you in your fragility. Let me say this: when you have two traumatic people who have been traumatized especially in a relationship. I'm speaking to husbands and wives. Wives, I'm gonna give you something this morning because for some reason, we keep forgetting our men have trauma too. (laughs) We keep forgetting our men have been hurt too. And we are not always as sensitive to their trauma, their triggers, things that may trigger them, things that may whatever. And we will make it all about us in the relationship all about our trauma, all about our stuff. We need to remember that men have been through traumatic experiences, men have had disappointment, men have had things go wrong and they may not articulate, see we're more vocal. They may not articulate like we articulate, but if you will slow down enough, ask the Lord to open your eyes, for my son, I do this, I'm doing this for my sons right now, to hear what they are not saying, so that we do not assume all the wrong things in the relationship. God God will grow, God will heal, and you can grow together, but it's going to take some eyes being open to understanding as women, I'm just being honest, we miss it, and it's what about me, what is about me, because we're more vocal, we're more fragile because they're not showing up saying and talking about their pain. But we also necessarily don't provide a place for them to be able to talk about their pain because we always trying to fix, we always trying to analyze. I'm learning how not to analyze. Uh, We always trying to, we never sometimes just let them be, right? I'm learning this for myself, I'm just telling you. And if we will ever come out this space, then men can be offered because I don't feel like I'm, I'm I don't feel like men are offered that kind of love I'm just being honest I'm not talking about the erotic exotic fleshly kind of love that we've been offering them I'm not talking about the turn up I'm not talking about I'm your rider I'm not talking about I cuss you out and I do wrong with you but I can't support you when you change I'm talking about a love that supports change a love that supports growth a love that supports mistakes a love. Um, A love, not a foolish love. I ain't going to be no fool. I ain't talking about that. With God, you're never a fool. When you love and God loves through you, you're never a fool. I, that, you're never a fool. When God loves through you, you're never a fool. I have walked away from situations in short stints of dating or someone having that person in my life knowing without a doubt. That whatever experience we encountered made me better and I have no regrets. I don't lose, right? I'm not a loser. Everything in my life is lessons. But because I'm holding him and he has my heart, I can walk through these experiences. And ever, even if I get stung, he does not allow me to be broken. He does not allow me to be broken. God has never, if he lets me be in a situation, I have enough discernment when he tells me to walk away. Some stuff he said, walk away from here. But if I'm ever in a situation where he pulls me into a place where my love needs to be not done, that I'm just being LMJ, that I'm just showing up as LMJ, then, then the love of God, and it's not, well, what about, what do I get out of it? I'm going to get what I need to get. It may not come from that person in that moment, but I'm going to get what I need to get. It may come from someone else. And if I understand reciprocals and how kingdom works and how stuff happens, I don't even put my focus on that. I just show up in the space and I'm just acting as me. Lord God, I thank you that you seal this word today in your love. I thank you for greater understanding of how you have called us to love others. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not continue to be weak and feeble in love, that we will not love others through toxic ways, toxic eyes, let your love be on full display. Help us to heal. Help us to heal. And the places in which we are hurting and where we're still fragile, put us in your um, emergency room. Some of us need emergency surgery this morning, Lord God. Perform it on our hearts right now so that we can heal, be healed, healthy, and whole. And learn to love others at the volume of Christ's love and for Christ's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I have enjoyed y'all. I didn't give but a couple of days of y'all, but I have enjoyed y'all. We'll be back here next week, ladies, Saturday in the morning. Tomorrow, we have the prayer call, and I think God is going to be dealing with us in the morning about toxic love. We're going to provide a transparent place for y'all to be able to talk in the morning because I'm going to go deep for a second. The, the the Hebrew word for man is ish. The Hebrew word for woman is Isha. Men are givers. We are, and I hope it's Hebrew. Maybe Hebrew agree. We are receivers. God created women with a womb to be able to receive so that when seed is planted, it can multiply and increase. And if some of you have not been able to produce yet, Lord, I thank you for blessing the woman's womb. But I truly believe that God created a woman to be able to receive and produce. Well, when we don't understand that we are receivers and that what we give back out has the potential and capacity to grow, we pro- never properly position ourselves to be the receivers and then to release um, or to produce for things to change and to grow, um, we'll never be properly positioned. And so, Things will be blocked so we don't walk into the full. Fo- if a woman ever properly ever learns how to love, not just a man, period, she will. her environment becomes conducive to growth. I was not there and everything in my house was in turmoil. God started changing my heart and even in turbulent times, my house is full of peace. Even when I am on my son's Last nerves, they will come right and get in my space and get up under me. And love wins at the end. It's Hebrew, thank you. She says, Hebrew. Um, I love you. Uh, God loves you. Two things if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry website lmjministries.org. Uh, Lord, I thank you for blessing the givers, I thank you for those that support this ministry. Don't forget, we got Feed the Streets. Don't forget the devotional. Don't forget uh, the prayer call. Go subscribe to the website so you can get our mailings. Um, Lord, I just thank you for your faithfulness. Um, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your love. Um, Lord God, I just I speak a blessing on your people today. Uh, let them be blessed coming in. Let them be blessed coming out. Bless the work of their hands. Thank you for the ministry of reconciliation. Thank you for restoring. Thank you for renewing hope. Thank you that your face is turned around them. Thank you that favor goes before them. Thank you, Lord God, that favor is chasing them down. My God, Father God, I love you so much. Uh, Second thing is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, um, I wanna offer him to you. I told y'all I didn't get saved until I was 27. People don't know my story. I was in church all my life, but I really didn't get saved until I was 27 years old. I was doing God, but I had no recollection. Um, I was way, I just had a life. And I had an encounter with God that let me know Jesus was really real. And when I had the encounter with God that let me know Jesus was really real, it just changed my full perspective of how I saw people and how I saw life. And it just let me be a different person in love. If that's different, if that's you, or maybe you want to make a fresh statement of faith, maybe you want something different in your life. Uh, I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life, to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeandlmj.com. And I'm going to send you some resources. I'm going to send you some materials. And I I want you to show up here. I want to love you. I want to love you to life. I want to love you to life. I want to love you until you produce everything that you're supposed to produce out of you. You are a producer. God called you to be productive. God called you to be healthy. God called you to be whole. I don't want you stressed out. I want to love you until you produce. And if you keep showing up here, I promise I will give you that kind of love. I'll give you the very best part of me because that's what God gave me. Woo! That's what God is giving me i give you the best part of me. I love you Ladies, see you on a prayer call in the morning. Fellas, see you next week on the devotional. I love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you.